1: Oh my gosh, shout out to winner of Drag Queen of the Year
0: 2021,
1: tender Rowney. Tender I guess that's a spoiler, but whatever, the pageant happened on Sunday and today's It already happened, Tuesday. and it's all over Twitter, yeah. so if you're on Twitter, you
2: know. Instagram, you probably know. I'm so happy, that was such a fun experience at a very wild time. Well, I think it was all the Benadryl you were on. I did accidentally, <laughs> I am... Barely here for this portion. Uh, what happened was I went on Amazon because I was like, yes, I support Amazon. No, let's cut that out. I went online and I shot. <laughs> Don't
1: make more work for Will when he's All right, adding this in. I, that was a
2: joke. I bought what I thought was allergy medicine. Uh, do you or do you not to- shop
1: on Amazon?
2: I do. Yeah, me too. Um, t- I wanted to get Zyrtec, but they I found something that was cheaper and there was more of it. So I said, I'll get that. Um, And it just turned out to be generic Benadryl. So I took one and I was like, well, let me read the bottle. And it was like, take two. So I took two. And then I was like, why am I so sleepy and so agitated? Well, enjoyed the show. <laughs> On this week's episode, we talk about I t- we talk about quarantine some more. We talk about a phone call that we received uh, two weeks <laughs> two weeks ago on a Tuesday episode where someone maybe took home a drunk person, and we get down to the moral ethics of it all. We talk about my
1: past and blacking out. Yes, it's a great episode. And listen, if you want to know more about Tenderoni, go listen on June fifth of 2020 we had tenderoni on the podcast the episode is called whipcrack.mp3 it's a great interview so go check that out yes
2: and also i'm sure you could both buy the pageant somewhere if you haven't watched it it's very fun oh yeah okay that's it enjoy and the it, show that's a good job but i think i think lola doesn't know how to fucking count
1: <laughs> bye
0: forever
1: When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you yeah. end up with a <laughs> sloppy second. Oh,
2: Diva. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? You stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little. Oh, I did it wrong. Our number is two one three, five, three six, nine, one. You're
1: also changing the melody. Our number is two one three five three six hey. nine one. 80.
2: Our email is sloppypod
1: at gmail.com. Are you having a stroke this week? What is our email? Sloppy Seconds Pod. Our email cast. is
2: 213 slop- no. 536 is one Our email is sloppy pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some Sloppy Seconds, you stupid little fucks? You nasty little fucks? You dirty little fucks? You stupid little fucks? Fuck. I'm Big Dipper and that's me Paul and I hope you're all staying home. Girl, no Wear one's a staying home. You... No one's staying home. Everyone's out. I oh god, let's not get into it. <laughs> Trisha saw... Paytas was in the vulture. Was in vulture. Oh a, in yeah. A... The article was really funny because she, the person who wrote it, gets some jabs in, but it's all very real. And then Trisha, if you go to her YouTube channel, she reads the article and she just starts laughing. She's like, I mean, it's true, so I can't be mad, <laughs> and just like keeps going. What? So. Uh, I love it. I was actually just watching videos of Trisha Paytas eating um, fried chicken.
1: What I love about Trisha eating is that, which I've only started to do, and let me tell you, I look at these videos a lot only because... I know that you're looking at them. And so I'm like, I want to have something I can talk to Meatball about. And so I look <laughs> at these videos and all I do is scan through until she's eating. Because she is so interesting how she eats. She likes everything plain. Mm-hmm. She she will no go. Sauces. No sauce. She l- hates sauces, which I think is crazy. So order like eight chicken fingers, no sauce. And just eat the just chicken. Just eat the skin off of it. And then also she she makes all those great noises when she's eating. The uh-huh. moment it hits her mouth, she goes. Uh. Uh-huh. 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 And, and I also makes, love she tries. That's really good. And then she she always tries to tell a story. She always tries to talk. And then she'll take a huge bite of something, and then it's like she's struggling. And I'm like, I get it. That's the whole point of the video. You're making a video while you eat, but just eat. Don't, you know what's so don't.
2: funny is that I can't stand people that are loud eaters. Like I can't handle it. But for some reason, it's like
1: comforting it's, I'm watching her. unaffected by Trisha being loud and gross. She's like, I love to make buttered noodles. And make oh buttered my God, noodles.
2: She, lo- she just okay. So she just moved into this house with her new fiance. It's this million dollar home, and she in what this recent video she goes. I got to get utensils, but I don't know where they are. So she's been cooking in this kitchen, and I'm assuming that someone is bringing everything out and placing it in front of her and then (laughs) leaving because she doesn't know where anything in her kitchen is.
1: I also love that all her videos feel unedited, but they are edited. So I'm always no, curious. She does,
2: she does really long takes and she only edits if she doesn't want to get like sued. But well, she's such I'm a genius because she just records like three videos a day. I'm so obsessed with her. She just records herself talking all
1: day. That's all she does. And but it's she has so much it. to talk about. It's incredible. And so she has YouTube videos that she puts out constantly, mm-hmm. and then she's also doing all the porno stuff and making all her stuff at OnlyTrish.com. she has com. A very successful,
2: yeah, OnlyTrish.com. It's just OnlyFans. It's an OnlyFans link. Um, she <laughs> yeah, also it just
1: redirects the OnlyFans. Yeah. She also
2: has been um, doing TikTok. No,
1: she She literally does everything. She She spends all day long filming herself. It's sort of fascinating. You have to be built a certain way to do that. I have it in me if I start bright
2: and early in the morning and I'm just like, today I am working. And then I can do it. But she, all day, every day, every thought in her mind is like, how am I going to monetize this moment in my life?
1: She lives to entertain.
2: Anyway, how have you been?
1: Well, I want to talk about the live stream that we did this week.
2: Oh, I got so... I tried comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, yeah, you tried to Wait,
2: I would have gotten most of your answers correct. Or I feel like I, I got a lot of them very close.
1: Okay, literally... I shouldn't have second-guessed myself, but, like, when the traveling one, is like, where would you go on vacation? I was like, Australia, and then I was like, no, because, let me write Berlin, because I've never been to Berlin. But, well, no, I, I would have gone to I Australia. I said Australia,
2: because I was like, you love Australia. I don't know why I know that about you, but it's something I feel like you've talked about.
1: There were so many points where, like, you were right, but, like, I just second-guessed it, and so... I think we we did a good match. I will say this. Darby is so mean. She's so funny. Oh,
0: mean. <laughs> no, I, I think, think she's, she's fucking so funny. Hilarious. But it's I like, was like You dying. can't be in
1: the room with her without getting your soul red to filth. No matter oh, yeah. what you do. Oh, yeah. But it's <laughs> worth it because it's always so good. So uh, if you don't know what you we're talking about, we did a live stream with the IMHO girls, which is um, – Darby Lynn Cartwheel, Alexis P. Bevels, and Auntie Chan from Chicago. They have a great YouTube show, Patreon page, podcast, et cetera, et cetera. We're gonna get them on our show and do like a big five-way conversation, which hopefully won't have too much uh, screaming. But we had a great time with them. And we raised a ton of money. The people who tuned in like tipped almost $1,800 and people paid to buy tickets. So we were able to donate a bunch of money to uh, uh, feed the people Dallas, which is really great because, you know, people still don't have food and water in Texas. And then
2: when we get all the ticket sale money and we're going to be donating that to somewhere else.
1: Oh, yeah. Whoever needs it whoever needs it at the moment whoever needs it but that was so fun the live streaming aspect is like it was really cute and it was fun to see people in the chat too
2: yeah i uh we should definitely start doing more of those well you said
1: you said that you wanted to do one where we do a dating show Oh, a dating show
2: right 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 should we just start that planning period now okay Let's do it here live
1: on the podcast.
2: Live on the podcast. We're going to do it live recorded. I (laughs) want to do a dating game show where we've tried to find Dipper a man. So if you are a man or non-binary person or whatever, and you want to date Dipper.
1: Maybe we'll do like a Google form that people fill out to apply to be in the live stream and then we'll choose like a like a certain number of contestants and then we'll do the dating show as and a live then we'll pair
2: it down to a top three that'll be episode one then episode i'm just kidding <laughs> oh you really no you no, wanna no no, no. A, i want to do a, an hour and a half at the longest because that's yeah the, that's the length of time before i black out um, is it
1: is it inappropriate? Well, I guess it'll just have to be like a chemistry test and then we'll do the we'll it, No, do the it's physical. not inappropriate
2: to ask for some body pit. Well, you're right. We can't we can't no. show their face because we don't want the you to um be biased based on appearance. Right. Oh, so like it would have to be blind dating. I would have to know what they look like and their zoom screens would have to be blacked out. Oh and no, I will no, no, also no. be
1: blacked out. I think you you you're gonna paint like Raven again? I,
2: you know what I was looking at it more and more I great. think I
1: looked good I yes. looked good a little dark <laughs> you, mode you kept being like oh dark mode dark mode and I was like you look stunning you I look know and then really I told stunning. Nicole I was
2: like oh, can I just start like and I sent her the picture of Raven from Drag Race last night and I was like can <laughs> I start doing this and she's like well yes you're black it's fine no
1: one's gonna say anything
2: <laughs> and I was like and oh also,
1: yeah yeah you looked really great also look at a lot of white queens who who do heavy contour color I mean like Trixie's makeup on her chin. So I know it's a contour color. She's not painting as a different race. Like she reads as a white person, but it's like the amount of d- uh 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 like contrast between Variation the highlight and the contour color. color yeah. yeah. Um no, I think you should great. I I thought you looked great on the live stream. Dark mode. I you I mean, think we could do this for the dating show. Dark mode? No, I think we can put a webcam on me that isn't my computer screen and I can be so I can be on the camera, but I won't be able to see anything. I'll just be able to listen. And then the people watching can see everyone.
2: Right. Oh,
1: right. Because The That's people good. watching don't want to see blacked out screens for the contestants.
2: Well, cause no, they wouldn't just be seeing blacked out screens. They'd
1: be seeing me and I would look gorgeous. Ah! <laughs> so yeah. So let's do a dating game. Um, maybe in April for my birthday month. Yes. Okay. okay. So we'll Let's announce, do it on 4:20. I'm just
2: we'll announce
1: we'll announce uh, the the submissions coming up soon, and then we'll do a dating game on Zoom.
2: Ooh, this is gonna be
1: sexy. What if they fun. live in LA, and then we like? Can well, get I hope they COVID have a hot tested. tub in the
2: backyard and a
1: and a high fence. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're too much.
2: You're too much. Okay, I so, mu- uh, let- don't
1: give me too much. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds, 50 at factor meals.com slash sloppy seconds, 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. While your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby.
2: Okay. We're and back. we're back. it has come to my attention that i did not ask simon chong about wicked be, meaning that he is possibly the first guest in a long time that has not received the wicked question
1: here's and the i'm thing. fine with it whenever you do the riff i expect you to follow it up with the question do you know wicked and if it doesn't happen i am happy to blow past it that's how i feel and that's what you'll be saying on The Dating Game. I'm happy to blow past these days. Not past it, honey. I'm happy to blow. On it. Have you been to the grocery store recently? What's your vibe?
2: I have not. Mm-hmm. I have been getting Instacart.
1: Oh, okay. So I would Only gr-
2: because, let me just say this before people think I'm bougie. Only because my boyfriend is currently working on a show and I don't want to risk him losing his job because I needed to go get groceries
1: right right right. so the idea is that he has to always always be testing negative yes so i um i went to the grocery store for the first time in like like a month or two because i also had been getting uh, groceries delivered and i had a great experience um because i found a grocery store that like no one was at what what
2: is it well don't say it (laughs)
1: We can believe it. it. It wasn't. It's not like a big. It was just like in my neighborhood. It, it, I think it's a new chain of like discount. Um, it was called like the Grocery Bargain Outlet or something like that. El super. What if but you were I, like? It's called the Dollar Tree.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I, I, I went in there thinking, okay, well, let let me just see because I saw the parking lot was kind of empty, and I went in and they had organic produce. They had like a bunch of like healthy, like, like non-GMO snacks. Whoa. And then they had, like, like more, like, uh, bulky items, like smart and final, like a big bag or whatever. But I think it's, like, the stuff that sort of is overproduced that they can't put oh. in the bonds or put in the whatever. So, because, you know, like, we talk about that all the time. Like, Nike as a brand, you can get a pair of Nike shorts for $80 if you buy them at Macy's. But if you go to the Marshalls, it's the same pair of Nike shorts. They just send it to the Marshalls and make it cheaper. Yeah. So the one thing that – so I had a great time going to the grocery store yesterday. Ooh, you got to tell me what it is because you know I love a food overflow. And if it's empty, I'm definitely there. Well, that was the thing. I walked in and I was like, wow, there are four people in this store. It you know every other grocery, I felt like I've been on Supermarket Sweep. Like, when I was going to Trader Joe's and shit like that, because I was like, I have to move so fast. I have to keep my mask on. I have to keep everyone around me. And this way, I, like, I I felt a little more relaxed. I, like, made decisions. I, like, read the products. I was like, oh, maybe I'll try this. Grocery stores used to be, like, enjoyable.
2: Yes, it was something that I would, like, go and I would be able to be like, okay, I kind of want to look for something. Like, I would enjoy. I would relax. It was not as stressful. Like, I have to be in and out of here. thing. Now it's a now, mission, honey. Yeah, now I'm just like, gun, these gun, are the things gun, I need. Gun, I just gun, keep buying gun, the same gun, shit every
1: week. You like Mission Impossible movies?
2: I like an action film. You know what Do I don't you? like? Those Ocean's Eleven. There's, I don't like shmarmy white men being all
1: shmarmy. There's something I don't get about it. You're going to have to go ahead and give me a definition of what you think... <laughs> What does schmarmy mean? <laughs> well, first of all, it's not a word. I think you're thinking of the word like swarmy, which no, I, is shm- possibly. Schmar. Are, shm- are you thinking of schmaltzy?
2: Schmarmy. No, schmarmy. Hold on. I just typed it in. Schmarmy. Urban nope. dictionary. Nope. Merriam Mer- Webster. Oh, smarmy. Yeah. Revealing or marked by smug, ingratiating, or false earnestness. Yeah, of low lazy smarmy
1: smarmy. Sorry. I think it sounds better schmarmy. Schmam. <laughs> Schmam. Well, okay, so speaking of movies, this weekend coming to America 2, I haven't watched it yet. I've heard it's not that. It was
0: trash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but so have you done like a movie premiere at home? Like remember when Mulan came out on Disney Plus and people were paying thirty dollars, et cetera, et cetera. No, Dis- Disney has a new movie coming out, um, called Raya, but it's not the dating app. It's like, uh, it's yeah. like a the tale of a young woman and dragons. Um, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like an action fantasy animated film. Um, I like, have not done. Do you think the movies are going to come back?
2: Yes, because I can't, I don't like, sit, well, I like it now, but I don't like sitting at home to watch a movie. I like going to a movie theater. I like seeing it real big. I like the sound all around me. So I guess if I got
1: You like, like to a, walk into the movie and be like, movie? You're big. You're big. This movie? Screen? <laughs> You're big. You're big. You? You're big. No,
2: but I don't know. I just like that experience. Um, I guess if I had like that set up in my house, the only thing that I did do a premiere of was the HBO We're Here thing. Because they, like, sent me a box for it. So I sat down and, like, I watched that and tweeted about it. And that was, like, fun. But, like, I can't imagine watching movies at home forever.
1: I know. I, like, I but, yeah. I was Also, to these my...
2: digital premieres look weird. And here's something else I don't like. These digital magazine covers. Where it's, like, Doja Cat just released one for, I think, V Magazine or
1: something. And it, like, doesn't look like her. And I don't get it. Well, they just, like, it's hard when they say, like, it's a digital magazine cover. It should just be, like, the digital asset to go along with the magazine cover.
2: But it's, like, a fully 3D, like, cgi image of her that doesn't look like her. Oh, interesting. It's not like they did a body scan of her and then, like, put her in weird poses, which it was just, like, some artist was like, this is
1: Doja Cat. Well, you know, things uh, things evolve and things change. Evolution of technology and entertainment. Do you think movies are going to be keeping it going like this? I hope. Okay, I was talking to a friend of mine, and and my friend, he like almost immediately when the pandemic hit a year ago, he was already saying shit like everyone is missing the like it's already missed opportunity uh and and you know to say that we have bungled this pandemic is an understatement Mm -hmm. uh you know just examples of like why did a bumbled i think you mean a bumbled fumbled bungled bungled diva hop on that computer i'm on miriam webster bungled miriam webster bungled what does it say Unsuccessful because of mistakes botch. Okay, so tell Speaking me about a botch. No, let me kidding. finish the thing <laughs> okay. I'm saying. He was like, he was like immediately Trader Joe's should have launched an app with like pickup services. They would have made so much money because they manufacture their own food, they have warehouses, and they already have distribution. Imagine if you could have just selected and picked up a box of your Trader Joe's food. Like, so many companies, I think no one wanted to think that it was going to last so long that we would have to change, and so many people, not to mention the important shit like healthcare and the vaccine and all that, that was fucked up, but even from a commercial standpoint it's like every movie theater should have converted their parking lot and it should have been drive-in theaters like people should have done stuff on the roof of parking garage like people are so like every i feel like everyone just wants to go back to a world where we're like sharing food at a buffet and spitting in each other's mouths and it's like just make it better it'll be better to be more sanitary in the future anyways
2: yeah it's like a great way yeah to what you're saying I don't think that we can blame these companies because like everything that we were told by of course our leaders were like two two weeks then we're going to be one month one more month okay another month like I remember thinking 3 months max you know what i mean so i agree I, I don't, because I, I think, launching yes, maybe a they whole new
1: business model
2: bung- is bungle maybe they got a bungalow well <laughs> yes we did bungle it but I don't know. I was just thinking about it the other day. I'm so angry. I am i don't like talking about it. I'm I know. And here so I am every week. I'm like, let's stop the pandemic. It makes me so angry that like, because I, because of the job that I have, which is self-employed, technically right. I am now unemployed. Right. So then I don't get government assistance. So I'm not getting money. Like, I'm not doing anything. I don't have a job. It just That's, fucking yeah. sucks, and then nothing is coming of it. And everyone, and people in my family, were like, "So what are you doing? Like, what are you gonna do for work? Are you gonna start working at a McDonald's?" And I'm like, "I'm not even qualified to work there." That's true, because you have
1: an attitude problem. I
2: have the worst attitude. I wouldn't be good <laughs> at that. Like, uh, there's some things I'm qualified in. Working for myself was one of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. It is this. It, the The thing that I hate. And this happened at the beginning of the new year too, when we sort of crossed over into 2021 is that people are like, whoo, 2020. Well, That's here we not- go. It's not over. And like, I just saw a video of like a workout class happening somewhere I can only assume is in Florida, Texas, Mississippi, Georgia, somewhere. There were 30 people in the class, shoulder to shoulder, doing some aerobics. One of them, had a mask on. I'm like it's it's psychotic. Do you wh- what do you think the mindset of a person who's just like, well, I guess I won't wear a mask? I don't know.
2: I was downtown again the other day even though I last week I said don't do it. And there was literally hordes of people. There was a group of like six or seven women with their children all unmasked walking around. There was like groups of teenage girls walking around downtown. I walked by Donut Friend. I didn't go in, but I walked by it. And there was like people just all up and down on that street, just unmasked. And there's indoor, outdoor dining over there. So people are walking around unmasked, breathing on people who are sitting outside eating unmasked. And I know the numbers are going down, but it's still just like, why, why, why risk it? Why risk it?
1: Well, so, OK, Yay! so if you, if you listen to this podcast and you think about wearing a mask only when you see a sign at a store that says you can't come in this store. And I'm not talking about a crazy person who thinks about it's like taking away our rights. I'm talking about a, a like a level headed person who says at this point. The risk is so low. The numbers are low. It's just it doesn't even make sense to wear a mask, let alone double mask. I am still double masking when I go for a walk in a park where I'm not inside or going to be interacting with humans. So if you are a person who thinks with some sort of clarity that like "Eh, the mask wearing, I'm sort of over it and it doesn't really help anything I want you to call in or write us an email or something, because I just want to hear someone talk about it. I know it's annoying. I know we've been doing it forever. I know Meepaw wants to quit this podcast every time I bring it up. I'm about to. I'm just curious. if we
2: weren't selling ads, I'd be out of here.
1: I'm just curious, you know. I don't know. It's it's, it's just, it's so annoying to talk about. I I heard on, I was listening to the read and Kid Fury and Crystal were talking about, you know, the final season of Insecure. They're filming it right now. And Kid Fury was like, I don't want a single mention of COVID on that show. Yeah. Oh I, no! I want you. Them I don't to ignore it. it. I don't want to see it. And it's interesting because that store, the the store, uh, the show Superstore on NBC takes place at like a Walmart type store. Yeah. So all of their programming, all of the shows, they're wearing masks when they're around customers. They have like you know, it's like it's it's taking place in COVID. And no, I can't watch COVID.
2: that. Yeah. When I watch a TV show, I'm trying to watch like wish fulfillment unattainable things. I don't want to see like what's happening in my real life. And I will say it's hard to produce those shows. I had to just to even do this one audition, I had to literally go through a safety test and watch all the videos and like on set for the shows that this station is doing, they have in between takes someone walk over with a with a case with their mask in it and then they have to put it on in between takes. Mm-hmm. And then, when the camera starts rolling, they take it off, they put it in that little box, and the person walks away. That means that there's like so many more people on set now. It's so just expensive. To just little jobs like that. Like, it's so expensive. It doesn't, I don't know. And a lot of those
1: shows are still written poorly. Can I
2: tell you some of the things I've auditioned for are just <laughs> shitty? Like,
1: just, you read one of them. Say there, say there. I'm not gonna name the authors. All right, we'll be right back after this break. And sorry, sorry about that segment, you guys. Should we apologize? No, let's stand in our truths. I feel that way. We're gonna edit it out. What do you mean? Goodbye.
2: And we're back, now's the time where we take sex calls.
1: <laughs> okay, first what I want to do is I hopped in the inbox and I was so appreciative because I felt this way, but I think in the moment it didn't translate yeah. to me uh, or it didn't land that I felt this way. So, So we had someone write in about a voicemail we listened to, I think, last week. And so I want to read this out loud this message says hello big dipper and meatball i don't know if you'll ever see or read this and i'm sorry it's so long it's uh, not actually that long but i just had to make some <laughs> i just had to make some comments from tuesday's episode of the sex story uh they're called fuck talk uh, voicemails because it really irritated me first of all the guy who left the voicemail i think we can all agree is a piece of shit he starts by saying whoa. so th- this is this is in whoa, 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 whoa. You, what, you, uh... you don't think i
2: can just read it
1: you just read it
2: wait this is the voicemail where the person just mm-hmm. maybe just
1: read it no say what the voicemail is
2: where the person was very drunk And he had only met him a few times, and then he still took him home or went to his house, and then he got vomited on, and it was all... We were all just like, but you knew he was drunk.
1: And then he had to put an IV in him.
2: Oh, the IV. Okay. So this email says... That
1: would have been fun, though, to put an IV (laughs) in someone, to be all like, ooh, play a little doctor. He starts by saying he sees the guy already sloppy drunk at the bar. So, great. Now I don't have to hit him up later for a late night booty call. So he already had in his mind that he wanted to fuck this guy and it didn't matter that he was already sloppy drunk. That's pure trash and borderline predatory behavior. The whole escapade of I was being a nice guy so I took him home is just his coping mechanism for trying to hide the fact that he knows he's a piece of shit but is trying to convince himself otherwise. You took him home because you wanted to fuck him, period. Mm -hmm. And just because he took his clothes off doesn't mean you have no other choice but to have sex. You throw his ass in the bed and then you tell him to fucking sleep? Also, I was seriously irritated at the fact he kept trying to act as if It's the drunk guy's fault he's having a bad night. Like, he threw up on you. Well, you shouldn't have tried to fuck a wasted guy. Also, he was irritated he couldn't get off and had to throw him in the shower. Well, you shouldn't have tried to fuck a wasted guy. The fact is, he's mad because he tried to take advantage of a drunk dude and then couldn't get off because of that same reason truly shows how selfish... And disgusting, this person really is. Wow. Then tries to act like he wasn't just trying to be a nice guy and get laid. No, bitch, you were being a nasty hoe. Wow, this is slander. How about find someone who isn't completely incoherent to fulfill your obvious uncontrollable sexual desires? So the answer to his question, yes, you are broken and sick and need some serious help and soul searching. Thoughts on the email, me, Paul? She went in, girl. She went well,
2: I don't want to lose a listener, but I also feel like they're uh, valid. I mean, here's what I would say. If I was super wasted and drunk, I would rather someone not try to have sex with me. Ding dong. Uh, um. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because... Um, But we don't know, was that person acting horny? Because I've also been blackout drunk where I've like literally been crawling all over someone. Right. So without the other person's, but I mean, no. If I was blackout drunk, I don't need someone trying to fuck me and then I don't need them getting mad at me when I'm throwing up. Because they can't come.
1: Yeah, I this could have all been avoided by mess. just going home and jerking off. Honey. Jerk off before you go out so you don't make bad decisions. That's true, because... We all learned that in that film, the great film, Something About Mary. Yes. And then she has the
2: hair gel. Right. Like that one (laughs) wig I have.
1: Oh, do you have a Something About Mary wig? No, just
2: the front of it is very vertical. (laughs) Just straight up.
1: Okay, so Meeple, you sent me a voicemail. Remember
2: when I wore that wig for the uh Heidi and Closet episode and there's just a piece sticking straight out sideways? Uh-huh. And then, and then that her, other wig And just... her manager was the one who had to be like, hey, Meeple, I don't know if you want to fix that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know how many mirrors you over you have over there at Maison de Meeple.
2: Not enough. Ugh. I just saw myself in one. I'm ready to
1: die. <laughs> Here's a voicemail you uh, sent me for us to listen to.
0: Yes, hey, different meatball. This is my third attempt at like making this voicemail. Oh yeah, the other two were no good.
2: <laughs>
1: what will happen?
2: It's like he started one and then I don't know if the call dropped out and then he tried another time and it was too long. It was
1: by by the
2: three minute mark, the story had just begun. You know oh. what I mean?
1: Well, let's get this one going.
2: This one's two fifty nine, so I still feel like he got cut
0: off.
1: <laughs> okay, do you want me to play this or not? Yes,
2: I'm done. I'm done.
0: And if you mess up, you can't go back or anything. So um, long story short, I was dating someone. I was living in Palm Springs. He lived in San Fernando uh, City, I guess it's called. And after months of kind of hooking up, um, we decided to probably like, make a weekend out of it. And I came to his apartment in San Fernando city or town or whatever it's called.
1: Girl, and do you know where he lives or not?
0: We're going to take a walk to a bar one night. It's a nice night. And we're like, well, you know, you know, it's not that far. So we'll pre-party on the way and we'll, you know, grab a little drinks and chasers and like make it real high school. And it was really fun. We really had a, a we got along really well. But as soon as we were entering the place i forgot what it was called
1: oh my um, god
0: there's one little lonely gay bar in that town and i looked back at him as i'm uh, opening the door and he completely pissed his pants and i don't know what episode i think it was Tanomi banks or something about piss and it just reminded me of this we love this yeah he had completely pissed his pants i was so embarrassed for him and he was completely like oblivious he didn't care i was like oh you are a drunk drop. And that's not the first time that's happened to me. That's the second time that's happened to me. What? So, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I guess I just can't pick up on like really like off the rails alcoholism. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that's the story. Bye. Bye.
1: Well, thank you for that, meatball. Speaking of off the rails alcoholism, you, me,
2: um. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fully peed my pants because I was drunk. I've gotten to the bathroom and like sloppily peed and gotten it on my pants, but I've never been like walking around like I gotta pee. Also, there's this thing that when I'm blackout, and I think I it started when I was living in New York, was the minute I feel any slight bit of like I'm about to black out, I will find a friend and say, I'm about to black out. I have to leave. And then I would always get myself home. I would call a cab, I would I would never, I would take the subway, but I would like get the one that was the shortest walk home and I would always get food and like eat it in bed. I was so good about getting home and not what being sloppy. What is
1: blacking out like? And how do you know that it's coming on? I know
2: because, okay, so blacking out is like, You go out, you're partying, and then you just wake up in bed. Or you wake up somewhere, and you're like, what happened? And then as your day goes on, you start having (laughs) slight flashes of the night before, small memories um just little pieces like the film uh, well so i the best time i ever blacked out was like i remember i remember i woke up in my apartment and i was holding two falafels (laughs) and i was in bed sitting up but i woke up and i was holding two falafels and it was the morning so i ate them and then i was like i have to piece together the night before and so you start like reading your text messages and like Um, I saw one that was like, you broke the table at Bedlam. And so then the flash of me standing and dancing on the table at Bedlam came to my mind and like the table broke and I was asked to leave. So then I was like, okay, so I know that I was at Bedlam. And then at some point I got falafels. So you're like, okay, so I walked from Bedlam to the falafel place (sighs) and then home. Where were we before Bedlam? And then you look at your credit card receipts, and it was like, you were at this bar. You know? It's like a fun <laughs>
1: game that you play with yourself. Oh, my God. But, but in the blackout moment, because, like, when I think about people being too drunk, I, I think about them being, like, sloshy, can't stand up, like, that kind of no, thing. No, I don't.
2: Uh, people sometimes tell me that they don't even realize that I'm, like, drunk. so and I can be in a full blackout. And so what that means is you're you're functional – but. I'm talking, I'm like a little slurry, my eyes are dead and they start to cross, mm. but I can talk my way home. Like, I, I bl- when I blacked out in Amsterdam, I made my way back to the hotel after going to the airport first because I forgot what was going on.
1: <laughs> but I made it back to the hotel. After spending all the money you made on the tour on two cab rides to the airport <laughs> in the middle of the night. That is wild. Yeah, Yeah, and I guess if people really hold their alcohol, it's like, you don't know if someone is wasted or not. And if you're just, like, dating someone, and then they reveal themselves to be like, oh, yeah, I had 18 beers before you met up with me. Now we're going to, like, drink from a flask on a short walk to a bar. I'm pissing myself.
2: Yeah, also, alcoholics, like, they, I mean, I don't speak for all of them, but there's a certain amount of shame in it, too. Sometimes they hide it, and they hide it very well. Right airplane bottles you know what i mean mm.
1: those are souvenirs no we just, don't drink out of you those. just hear me jingling I'm and like, then you look up there and it's like they're all actually just water because they've all been empty wait you never okay wait so
2: you've never blacked out you never had a problem with the alcohol you just didn't like it
1: I just didn't like it. Like, it always made me feel a little queasy. Like, I would have, like, one. I would have, like, one or two, like, whiskey drinks. And that would Mm. be it. I would be, like, drunk. I would feel warm all over. But then I would also be borderline, like, feeling queasy in my belly. So Maybe you need, like, a softer alcohol. Once or twice in college, I got really drunk. Like, there was one time in college that I remember. But I remember the whole thing. I got really drunk on, like, cheap, shitty, like, vodka, like, you know, what do they call the punch? Fruit, not front punch. Fruit, punch, uh, jungle juice. Oh god, that's that's got to be racist, right? I don't know. It's like Hawaiian punch and vodka, and you're like, it's jungle juice because we put uh, we threw a fruit salad from the Vons in there. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> but I and got then I just
2: s- remember like. Oh, those part, people would dunk their hands in. Oh, you were yeah. just drink
1: Disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, but I remember getting so drunk and being like, I'm drunk. I'm going to be sick. And I like sat in a side room with a pot from the kitchen and I like threw up into the pot and it was just the alcohol. And then I, f- I slept, the- I spent the night on a the couch there. So I remember that. That happened my sophomore year of college. And then every other time that I got like a little too drunk, I just like went to bed and didn't feel great in the morning. But it wasn't ever, I never, it was all, It was always just like getting stoned and I would always remember everything. I think I never, ah. my first opportunities to get fucked up came in high school hmm. and I knew I was gay, but I wasn't out yet. And I was so nervous that if I got fucked up, I would just sort of spill the beans. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, that's why I never really drank in high school. i only got stoned like my senior year after I'd come out to people. Yeah,
2: I remember the first time I ever got, like, so I used to smoke weed when I was in Texas, like, with my brother's friends, and I was always like, this isn't good. And then I got to New York, and I smoked it, uh, like, with a bunch of people in my class. Uh They were having, like, a dorm room party, and it was my first time meeting any of them. So I was like, oh, I'll smoke this. I've done it before. It can't be that bad. And it was the first time I ever had good weed. Right. I was freaking out really I, like, I yes it was so embarrassing too i was like i have to go the, the government know like i was like it was the strongest weed i've ever had i got in the government cab knows home. Honey,
1: i the was government like
2: knows. the cab driver was looking at me weird and i'm sure it was because i was in the backseat of his car just like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and i was like texting them and i was like the cab driver knows he's gonna get me kicked out of school like i was freaked oh, out God. Yeah, I I also one time blacked out and got a concussion and thought that I couldn't remember anything. What? I blacked out and I was walking home and I lived in the East Village where there's a key food and it's Uh open 24 hours. So I was like, well, let me just grab some stuff while I'm blackout drunk. So I bought (laughs) like tons of groceries and I was walking home with two giant bags of groceries And I was running up the stairs and I slipped and fell and hit my head Uh, on the uh, edge of these fucking tile apartment walk upstairs, fell asleep, (sighs) just fell asleep there until the morning. And then one of my neighbors coming out to go to work woke me up and was like, are you okay?" And I was like, yeah, there was no blood or anything. But then. I was like, I put all the stuff in the freezer and I was like getting ready. And I was like, I have school. So I head to school and I'm like trying to remember like why my head hurts so bad. Oh my God. I'm on my way to school on the subway and I like forget where I'm going. I just (gasps) completely forget what's happening and where I'm going. And so I got out of the subway and it was a very, I remember it specifically. I was like, I know I'm in New York City. I know the subway lines. I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing on the subway. Like I couldn't remember what was happening. So I was like, I have to go to the hospital. And like I went to the hospital and they did like a full CAT scan and everything on me. And they're like and you were just asleep. And I was like, Yeah, for like four or five hours. (gasps) Meatball. Shouldn't have done that. Any doctors out there, will you let me know if there's any long term damage?
1: Well, clearly there is. We've been listening to you talk. We know what it's like.
2: Yeah. Maybe that was the day that things turned around. But yeah, anyway, don't get it. Don't black out. Don't get a concussion.
1: Jeez. Wow. Wow. What fun stories. And then I
2: went out and partied that night.
1: You really had a death wish in your early 20s,
2: I just remember the whole side of my face hurt really bad, and they were like, what happened? And I, like, didn't remember falling on the stairs. And I was like, I don't know. And they're like, did someone punch you? And I was like, maybe.
1: Oh, no! That is so hectic. But I'm alive! Honey, you're alive, and here we are. Listen, we want to thank everyone for tuning in. thanks for coming to the Dark Tales dark Motels.
2: i want to just be as dark
1: as raven dark
2: tails ooh, ooh, ooh raven paints a little black ooh do dark tails ooh, <laughs> ooh. Uh,
1: uh, oh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh 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 you uh, see why i think it's single ladies it's not it's uh it's Wendy Williams. It's Wendy. Okay, Um. so that's it. So we did it. A uh, lot of real raw talk today, huh, meat? You know, I'm just
2: ready for things to go. If you want to send me money. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? They could tip you. Because <clears throat> I'm fine right now. Oh.
1: Save it for when I need it. Yeah. Donate to people who need it. Fuck, man. Yes. I was just listening to some stuff about... Like just like all the fallout that's still going on in Texas and it's just fucked up. The world, man. Smashing Pumpkins said it best. The world is a vampire. Did you have an alternative rock music phase as a youngster?
2: I listened to like Good Charlotte and Green Day, <sighs> but not like
1: Dookie. That Dookie album was it. Dookie. The Green Day album. It was called Dookie. Oh yeah oh i also like blink
2: 182 Mm, you would i used to think eminem was hot and then i recently looked at a picture of him when he when i thought he was hot and i don't know what i was thinking
1: it is wild
2: anyway i literally have another podcast in five minutes
1: oh right okay you can do the outro.
2: Oh, so you can call or email us at sloppysecondspod at gmail dot com, or you can call our number at two one three five three six nine one eight zero. Our Instagram is sloppypod, and you can follow Dipper at Big Dipper Jelly, or me at Spicy's Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, and you don't miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday, Friday.
1: Buy a bed. Hey, next Tuesday <laughs> episode, I want to talk exclusively about boy bands. Are you down? Oh, oh yes, ninety
2: eight okay. degrees. O town. What are some other ones?
1: Backstreet Boys. In sync. I love that you went to O town. I went. I went obscure first.
2: In uh, sync. What was that? Tina
1: Burner's uh, uh, band. Hot jizz. I think they were called. <laughs> uh, Tina Burner is forty. Yeah, and fucking you know the cl- uh, 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 forty. What was the other... Uh, she's 12 Bobby years Brown older than in. me.
2: She's twice the age of some of the contestants. Because I know she's like probably 44 or something, not 40.
1: What band was Bobby Brown in? Why am I blanking on this? New- G- Newsies. No.
2: Sharp Cheddar.
1: Bobby Brown. What were they called? You, you, you. new edition. Jesus new edition. Christ. Okay. Anyways, we're gonna talk about boy bands uh, next Tuesday, and this week we're gonna have. I used to our jerk favorite I used to jerk it. Foot to... fetishist.
2: I don't think we're allowed to talk about that.
1: I used to what? jerk it so hard.
2: To oh yeah, I told her that there's some we wouldn't talk about some stuff.
1: Why not? She be posting. aquarium be posting pics of her snogging on knobs all week.
2: I used to jerk off to Nick Lachey. He looks like David Boreanaz. The two of them could have got me
1: together. Let's be done. Huck, yuck, 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 yuck.
2: You know what I mean? Doodla do dood forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com
1: slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.